This week, we begin reading the second Chumash of the Torah, the Chumash of Shemais, which is really the story of the Jewish people, their birth as a nation. Whereas the previous Chumash, the Book of Bereshis, was the story of the foundations of the Jewish people, the story of the Oves and the Imois, patriarchs, matriarchs, Yosef Atzadik. All of that was really before we became a nation. In this week's Chumash, we start with our being in Egypt and the beginning of the slavery and the bondage of Egypt, the exile of Egypt, the exile of Mitzrayim, um, followed in the next parshas with a tremendous, miraculous redemption from Mitzrayim, the Geula, the redemption of Mitzrayim with all of its steps, the ten plagues, ultimately the um, splitting of the sea, the Kriyas Yamsuf. So the uh, miraculous nature of when we were redeemed and came out of Egypt as a nation, followed by the, uh, hi- the highlight or the ultimate goal, the climax, which is the giving of Torah at Sinai, when we really became a Jewish people with a Torah and with mitzvahs. Um, and then the next the subsequent parshias are about building the tabernacle, um, creating a dwelling place for Hashem in this world. So really the story of this Chumash is the story of our birth as a nation. Exile, redemption, receiving the Torah, receiving the mitzvahs, creating a place for Hashem to rest in this world and amongst us. So... Of course, it's a, it's, a, it's a chumash that's extremely relevant, as every part of Torah is, but extremely, extremely relevant to us nowadays as we stand also at the end of a very long exile and waiting for our redemption for the Geula with Mashiach. Um, so there's so many messages to be learned from this chumash to our present time and taking us from exile to redemption. Um, today I want to uh, focus very quickly on a couple of points in this week's Parsha. Um, all about the tremendous power and significance of caring, of caring for another, of selfless caring for another, and in many different types of ways. Um, this is what led to the Geula, led to the redemption of Mitzrayim, as we'll see a number of points in this week's Parsha. So the Parsha begins that that Paro um, makes the decree against the Jewish people that they should be... Uh, Slaves, they should be in bondage. And the first thing he does is he wants to um, wipe out the new Jewish males being born. And he calls the midwa- the Jewish midwives, Shifra and Pua, which the Gemara tells us is Yochevet, Moshe's mother and sister, Yochevet and Miriam, his mother and sister. And Parah calls the midwives and says that I want you to kill the Jewish boys that are born. And of course, they don't listen. Not only they don't listen to have them killed, they actually invest time and effort into making sure that all of these children grow up properly. As the Pasuk says, that they gave them, they made sure they had food, they made sure they had caring and nurturing, that they grow. And obviously this was in direct defiance to Paro's order. So this is the first act in this Torah portion of tremendous self-sacrifice to care for others. So here you have the, the monarch, the king himself, commanding them, to kill the children, and they go the very to the very opposite extreme and take care of the children and make sure they have a good upbringing. Um, it goes on with Miriam, who becomes um, her self-appointed uh, uh, um, protector for her brother Moshe Rabbeinu. Uh, we know that, as the story goes, as the Torah tells us, that Yochevet has to place Moshe into a basket and put him into the Nile. And Miriam goes and stands guard over Moshe Rabbeinu. And she's watching to see that it'll be okay. And ultimately Moshe is going to be found by Basia, the princess, Paro's daughter. And it's Miriam who's going to run up to Basia and is going to offer to help with Moshe and is going to be able to bring him home for the next couple of years for his mother to be able to give him that foundational um, upbringing for the first years of his life. 
So Miriam continues this um, being a one who cares for others. Before it was for everyone, now it was for her own brother. The Parsha moves on to Moshe Rabbeinu, and Moshe Rabbeinu grows up in the king's palace, and we know very little about him in his first years in the king's palace. When do we greet him? When do we meet Moshe Rabbeinu in the Torah, the greatest Jew ever, the one who's going to receive the Torah? Is it as the Pasuk says, Vayigdal, that Moshe grows up and he goes out to the, he goes out to the land, and he sees an Egyptian taskmaster beating a Jew. And at this point, Moshe stands up for the rights of the Jew, and ultimately he's going to kill this taskmaster who's beating the Jew. So Moshe Rabbeinu's first act is an act of selfless um, uh, efforts on behalf of another, and again, putting himself in tremendous danger, because um, Paro is going to decree that he be killed, but nevertheless, he has this selflessness. When he sees a person being beaten, he stands up to save him from his oppressor. That's the first act that we know of Moshe Rabbeinu. Uh, Moshe Rabbeinu then goes off to, uh, it runs out of, he runs away from Egypt. And what's Moshe Rabbeinu's next act that the Torah tells us about is that he sees that Yisra's daughters are being oppressed um, by other shepherds. And Moshe Rabbeinu stands up and defends the daughters from the oppressors. Now, these daughters aren't even Jewish. They're not even part of the Jewish nation at all. But yet, Moshe Rabbeinu sees someone being oppressed, and he, he springs into action and defends them from those attackers. So that's the next time, the next thing we know about Moshe Rabbeinu is, again, a selfless act of caring for others, in this case, not even Jewish people. Um, finally, the Medrash tells us, it's not in the Chumash, that what um, makes Hashem ultimately choose Moshe Rabbeinu to be the leader of the Jewish people, Moshe was a shepherd, and he was shepherding his flock, and one sheep runs away, and Moshe Rabbeinu runs after that sheep to help it, to bring it back to the flock, and he runs a number of days, according to the Medrash, chasing that sheep in order to help it and give it what it needs, so that he shows his selflessness and caring not only for Jews and not only for non-Jews, but even for sheep. And that's Moshe Rabbeinu, that's his act of selflessness. Finally, Hashem tells Moshe to go back to Mitzrayim and to talk to Paro and to get Paro to tell Paro that he's got to let the Jewish people go. Moshe Rabbeinu does that in this, par- this week's Parsha, and it has a very opposite effect. Not only does Paro not let the Jewish people go, Paro actually makes the slavery even more difficult, the bondage even more difficult for the Jewish people. And the Parsha ends with Moshe Rabbeinu turning to Hashem himself and crying out and he says, Hashem, how could you do this? Why did you do bad to your nation? And here we have Moshe Rabbeinu, one of the holy, not one, the holiest person ever, the person chosen by God, who speaks up even to God in a in a defiant way, um, in a defiant way for the Jewish people. So this is the ultimate selflessness of a person like Moshe Rabbeinu to even speak to Hashem Himself in this chutzpah, in an insolent way, if you will on behalf of his caring for the Jewish people. So really every step of the Parsha, this Parsha, which is the first Parsha of exile, and the Parsha leading into redemption, is all about the significance, the power, the importance of selfless caring for others, whether it was Yocheved and Miriam, whether it was Miriam, whether it was Moshe Rabbeinu, and all the very different steps. And all of this was what led in to the Geula, which begins in this Parsha, where Hashem says he's going to redeem the Jewish people, but ultimately continues in the next couple of Parshiyas. And obviously a very uh, telling message for us, as we ourselves await our Geula, our redemption, is that super importance of curing, and for a person always seeing themselves in the position of what can they do for others, how can they help others, 
and that alone becomes a catalyst for Hashem's bracha, all brachas, and most importantly, the bracha of redemption. May it be very soon. Have a wonderful Shabbos.